This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. I am confident this executive order will save lives. I am confident it will save children from a lifetime of nicotine addiction. I am confident it will reduce this epidemic of youthful vaping that today is driving parents and grandparents crazy across the state of Washington. It's time for the state of Washington to protect these kids, and that's what we're doing. All right, welcome back to the show. This is Mike Smith filling in for Simi Sarah today. That was the voice of Jay Inslee, the governor of Washington State, who on Friday issued an emergency executive order to ban flavored vape products in the state. This comes after a sharp rise in teen vaping and some reported health consequences south of the border and even some fatalities in the United States as well. Should the B.C. government step in here to crack down on teen vaping and maybe ban flavored vape products here too? Let's check in with Health Minister Adrian Dix now. Very pleased you could take the time. Minister, thank you. Hey, anytime, Mike. Great to talk to you. What what do you think about what Washington State's doing there? Well, I think it's uh, the flavored question, especially flavoring uh, targeting to children, is clearly something uh, we need to take action on as well. Mm-hmm. I wanted to add to that, though, it's only one part of the problem. I think one of the problems when you make pronouncements, and boy, Governor Inslee sounded good when he made that pronouncement, right? Yeah. Is that it's only one part of the problem, right? What, another part of the problem is the concentration of nicotine, which I think is actually a more serious part of the problem than flavoring, although both are serious. Uh, I think uh, we also need to take steps because all of us remember this and when we grew up that a lot of people smoke cigarettes and that number was reduced not just by laws and action and action by governments, by the fact it became really socially unacceptable for young people to smoke and the numbers were reduced. So we need government action and regulation and we need uh, action uh, uh, often as often as possible led by young people to reduce uh, the use of, uh, of vape products. Vaping uh, can be useful for, her, for example, for people who have been smoking and are adults. Right. Um, but to, to reduce either the dependence on nicotine or get off it entirely, it can be a useful product for that reason. And that's why it was legalized by the government of Canada, the government of British Columbia, some years ago. But uh, it, it shouldn't be allowed amongst young people. And if you aren't a smoker, you shouldn't vape. It's not right. good for right. you. And it leads potentially in the danger, it leads potentially to um, to a lifetime ad- uh, addiction to nicotine. Okay, let's talk about the flavors, though, right? I mean, a lot of people will say that these flavors are tutti-frutti or ice cream flavors or candy cane and all kinds of any flavor in the world, really, you can get with these vape products, that that is luring kids and hooking kids on, onto nicotine. What are your thoughts on that? And, and could the B.C. government step in and ban flavored vape products here in B.C. like they've done in Washington State? Or is that federal jurisdiction? Well, it's principally federal jurisdiction. The people who have said that in the past included the health minister here, the former health minister, Terry Lake, who, who brought in uh, our regulatory regime here. But, uh, you know, the federal government has drafted uh, regulations but not proclaimed them. That would have, uh, which would target flavoring. And what we want to encourage them to do is to act. If they don't act, it may be possible for us within provincial jurisdiction, not as directly, to act as well. And I'm absolutely open to doing that. But the federal government is ready. I'm disappointed they didn't act before the election because that leads to a delay, as you know, Mike, not just with the election, but with the period after the election. But I think uh, it's my expectation, no matter who wins the election, that Health Canada needs to act and act quickly. And in the meantime, 
we're preparing our own actions to uh, address this question, including actions to uh, allow young people to lead and to both educate, be educated, as all of us, I think, need to be educated, because I think a lot of us don't know very much about uh, vaping. So for parents and for children to learn about the danger, potential dangers of vaping and as well to lead the efforts to uh, reduce it amongst young people. I've heard from some adults who vape and, and credit vaping for getting them to quit cigarettes that banning flavors would actually be a bad thing because it's not just kids who enjoy the flavors from vaping, but it's actually adults. And maybe for a lot of adults, it's encouraged them to quit smoking if they can enjoy a flavored vape product. So if you ban flavors, would you be hurting adults trying to get off of cigarettes? Well, you've got to be careful here because flav- everything has flavor, right? Everything has flavor in a sense. But what we want to target, surely, and I think this is true in all political parties, I believe, and certainly myself, what we want to do is uh, target efforts that seem to target youth, you know. And the, right, there's a responsibility right. here for the companies as well, because if there are flavors that are clearly directed to young people, I mean, that, re- that reflects, I think, badly on the whole industry. It says that the industry is targeting those young people, right? And so, yes, uh, it is legal in adult-only vape stores to sell vaping products to adults. But uh, the idea that uh, flavors that clearly seem targeted to youth, and we don't need to be, you know, you don't, we don't need to be too technical here. We know it when we see it, I think, um, uh, shouldn't, shouldn't be either be allowed and frankly shouldn't be promoted by the industry themselves. The industry themselves has always said they're not targeting young people, that this isn't about targeting young people, that they're not going to do it, that they're against it. Well, if they're against it, then there shouldn't be flavors that are clearly targeting young people. Okay, speaking to BC Health Minister Adrian Dix, on the issue of nicotine, you've you've mentioned that you think that the amount of nicotine that's widely available in vape juice and vape products right now is too high. There's too much nicotine in these products, right? So can, what can the province do about that? Well, I think, uh, I think there are steps we can take, and there are steps the federal government can take to do this. One of the reasons why, I believe, in the United Kingdom, and there was a very significant study, which, I, which is actually not a complicated study. I, uh, I, uh, I recommend that your listeners uh, take a look. It's uh, seven or eight pages long. And one of the things that study shows is a higher take-up of uh, vaping products amongst youth, uh, should I say a lower one in Britain, a higher in Canada and in the United States. And there is, as I understand it, a lower concentration of nicotine. I mean, nicotine is a highly addictive product. We all know this. We've known this for a very, very long time. And so a higher concentration of nicotine is, in fact, uh, a, you know, a, a greater danger to young people and makes it more likely uh, uh, for the, for young people to to face addiction issues, so that's something that I think clearly we need to look at and get at. So nicotine, absolutely. The point of sale in British Columbia is important because we have um, under the regime that has been set up in BC about ninety thousand outlets who can sell vaping products. Wow. That many outlets makes it very difficult to regulate. You know, we have inspectors, right? Tobacco inspectors, etc. But it's a lot easier to uh, to regulate the six thousand businesses that can sell tobacco and have licenses, and you can take away their licenses, than the largely unregulated ninety thousand who can sell vape products. So we need to take some steps on that side as well. And as I've said repeatedly, I think it's really important to to note we we all have to to um, to learn more about the impact of vaping because I think the the very um, advertising around the vape products suggests something that's, if not good for you, at least not bad for you, right? 
And uh, right. n- nobody believes that about cigarettes. Nobody believes that about cigarettes. And so we have to be clear that if you're not a smoker, this is not something that you should be taking up or your children under any circumstances okay. should be take, taking up. Liberal MLA Todd Stone put a private member's bill in the legislature back last spring that would ban flavored vape products. He, he also wanted new restrictions on where these vape products can be sold. You mentioned that there are 90,000 potential uh, vape retailers in the province, which people may be surprised at that number. I know I was. His bill would say you're only allowed to sell vape products in uh, a specialized vape store or a tobacco store like a cigar shop or a pharmacy. So in other words, you wouldn't be able to buy them in a corner store or a gas station. Your thoughts on that? Well, uh, I think that's what I've been saying. As you know, um, the previous Liberal government set up the regulatory regime. So the 90,000 is there because they felt that you shouldn't license in the case of vape products as you do in tobacco products. And it's absolutely fine that people change their mind. That's not a criticism, but that's the circumstance. Well, you didn't, you didn't object that, to that, that at the a, time. That's the circumstance right? we're in today. And I, and yeah. I, I think that well, what's happening now is we're learning more. And so I haven't, you know, I'm not criticizing anybody. I'm just saying that that's the reality we face. The challenge with the legislation performed by Mr. Stone is that uh, he wrote it to raise awareness, right? That's why you, private members' bills are written, but technically there are significant problems with the legislation, so we're not going to be able to use that. But uh, I think that uh, I'm delighted, and I'm prepared to work with anyone who's interested. Todd knows this because I've talked to him about it. Uh, work with anyone who's interested to, uh, to help address this problem, because I, I really don't think that this is sort of a um, should be a, a finger-pointing episode. It's a problem, and it's a problem for young people, and we should all get together and help solve it. Thanks for coming on. Hey, anytime, eh? I appreciate it a lot. That is Adrian Dick, BC's Minister of Health, talking about the rise of teen vaping. What is the BC government going to do about it?